It's a football podcast. I think it's pretty safe to say here, uh, Tyler, that uh, we're having a pretty quiet NFL offseason. What you think? What did you think yesterday was was one of the biggest days in NFL history? I, I don't I don't know if it, it, it adds up. It, just a quiet day in the neighborhood. I mean, you just know, free agencies just around the corner, uh-huh, franchise yeah. tag, you know, deadline ended. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything happening in the NFL in yeah. Seattle or Denver no. or the Green Bay. Bay. Nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. Nothing at all. It's pretty crazy, <laughs> man. You know, just Aaron Rodgers popped up and now he's making $50 million. And, I don't uh, like betting against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a lot of money to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and I I felt bad. I had to write a real good column about Aaron Rodgers this week. You guys check it out on USA Today, SportsPlus.com. Uh, we are your NFL insiders. I'm Savadine, joined by Tyler Dragon. Tyler, um, before we get into Aaron Rodgers, I want to get into the other quarterback that made some major waves. Um, and after 10 years with the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson is now with the Denver Broncos. Um what an, an amazing move. It's funny because Pete Carroll during the combine last week, we're not trading Russell Wilson. Yeah, all right. <laughs> if anything is said at a podium, it's automatic lie in NFL circles, by the way. But uh, Russell Wilson's on the move. He's in Denver. He approved the Broncos for his no-trade clause in a really massive package um, that I think was actually going to be worth it uh, for both teams involved here. But Tyler, let me get your initial reactions. I have a feeling it's going to come uh, with mentioning the other quarterbacks in the AFC West now as well. Well, I have to admit, I was very surprised because after the Aaron Rodgers news went down, I, I didn't really think the Broncos were going to get a top-tier quarterback. I thought maybe they would draft the quarterback looking free agency. But, man, that, that Russell Wilson trade I heard was in the works for a couple weeks. Oops. I was really surprised and man that AFC West as you said they it's loaded but specifically for the Denver Broncos you know watching them a couple games and going to a couple of their games last year they were a quarterback away they have a playoff defense and their offense just left a lot to be desired and that was because of their deficient quarterback play Russell Wilson you plug him in I would not be surprised if the Denver Broncos compete for a playoff spot next year but you have to look at that AFC West I mean is Russell Wilson the third best quarterback in the division might be second but I would probably I would probably say he's the third best quarterback in that division behind Patrick Mahomes I'm gonna pick the Chiefs again Justin Herbert Justin Herbert got a Super Bowl ring all of a sudden and, and then and then Russell Wilson and, and poor, p- poor Derek Carr is bringing up the rear at number four. So I st- so I like on, this Denver on, Broncos on, roster, on, but on, I think they're on. the third, fourth best team in the division. Maybe third. Maybe third best team because they have the third best quarterback. Yes, I said it. I said it. Justin Herbert is the second best quarterback in the division. And obviously, I, I can't go against you. the Chiefs. Hashtag I'm going to pick the Chiefs one. again. <laughs> I cannot believe you, Tyler. I cannot believe you. Justin Herbert is better than Russell right Wilson. Now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right Ten now. years in, Russell Wilson is getting lapped by Justin Herbert. Yeah. Justin Herbert couldn't even take his team to the playoffs, man. I don't even know what you're talking about, Tyler. Neither did uh, Russell Wilson last year. I mean, Russell Wilson got one of these. 
he got one of these. Don't you know that? That, that was a lot. Hey, went, I'm not talking he went, about he went resume. To two, he went to two of them. He went to I'm two of them. I'm not talking about resume. I was, yeah, I think I, I might have been still, like I, might, I might have been still in college the last time Russell was here. <laughs> Super Bowl. You're not the only but one. That, that, that was a while ago. And, you know, resume-wise, Russell Wilson is a Hall of Famer. I'm not going off, you know, career stats. I'm going off right now. If I had to pick a quarterback to start my franchise with, I'm picking Justin Herbert over Russell Wilson. And that's not a knock because Russell Wilson is a Hall of Famer. You weren't in college in 2014, Tyler. <laughs> hey, I might have been. No, I might have been. Where are, you get a, where are you getting a fifth doctorate, doctorate or something? Hey, 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 we're not going <laughs> to tell the listeners my age, but I might have. Tyler, to I tell them every years. week. I tell them every week. You and I are the same age. You and I are the same age. I don't know. You don't know that. You haven't checked my birth certificate. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I carded your ID. I carded your ID before you ordered some Hennessy one time. Trust me, I know we are the same. <laughs> See, I told you. See, I told you. I told you we're the same age, Tyler. You I'm were not, not in college. Idea. You, you were that. not in college for Russell Wilson's Super Bowl. Um, I said I might have been, by the okay, way. Okay, so hold on. There's a lot to unpack here, but Russell Wilson, the third best quarterback in that division, that's yeah. that's big, man. I mean, look, obviously Patrick Mahomes is the king of all kings among NFL quarterbacks. Um and, you know, it's a big season for him because, you know, the Chiefs got so close. They got to the AFC title game and they fell short at home. Um, a really embarrassing effort by them offensively after they went up three touchdowns against the Bengals. Um, you know, Justin Herbert, they're like praying for a tie on the, on the sideline, man, against the Raiders in that game to end that to end last season. Um, you know, their offense was clicking on all cylinders on some weeks and they looked incredible offensively, but I guess they just couldn't get it all the way together to get a playoff berth. And when I look at the Denver Broncos, I think we need to look this up, uh, Producer Emily, because we, we brought up the Broncos a couple weeks ago, and I was telling Tyler, and I believe I was telling Josina as well, look at this roster. And you guys were like, who they got on that roster? Who's on that roster? <clears throat> they got two running backs if Melvin Gordon comes back. Javante Williams is pretty good. Uh, you know, you got rid of Noah Van in that trade for Russell Wilson, but – uh, Jerry, Judy, Corlin Sutton. Um, there's another receiver here. Let me get his name real quick. Tim Patrick. That's a really good trio for for receivers. Uh, for Russell, really Wilson. good, <clears throat> really good. These are young receivers who haven't had who had Drew Locke throwing to him and, and <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Sorry, Teddy. They, these are a good a group of receivers here. Tim Patrick got the bag recently. Uh, Jerry Judy's arguably one of the best route runners in the NFL, and Corlin Sutton's pretty good too. He's not a slouch. I think they finally have a quarterback. Um, you know, that can throw them the football on Russell Wilson. They got somebody with experience and somebody like Russell Wilson. Um, like you mentioned, their defense was a, a pretty solid defensive unit as well. Um, I'm worried about the coaching. I'll be honest, Tyler. You know, Nathaniel Hackett's going to be a first-year coach. They got a first-year OC, first-year DC. You're going up against the Chiefs and, and, and the Chargers in the division. Let's not forget the Raiders and, and Derek Carr, who has the most comeback victories in the NFL, now that Tom Brady's no longer here. So uh, I'm not ready to say Russell Wilson is the third best QB in that division, but I think the Denver Broncos are definitely on the map here, Tyler. Um, and I also want to shout out the Broncos as well, man. Uh, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson. I don't know if Russell Wilson's going to deliver a ring like those other two did. Um, Russell Wilson might have a, the, the odds stacked against him a lot more than Peyton Manning and John Elway did, but Shout out to the Broncos franchise for whale hunting, man. I mean, there's so many teams here in the NFL who 
have gone 15, 20, 25, 30 years without franchise quarterbacks. Well, let me let me say this. There was some, you know, Tim Tebow's in there, some Brock Osweiler's in there. Tim Tebow won <laughs> a playoff Drew, game. Drew you're Locks gonna, in there. So let's not act like they went from gonna, one quarterback and then the next quarterback. They, they, there was some dog days, some terrible nightmarish quarterbacks in they there. They didn't happen with Tim Tebow. He won a playoff game. There's not going to be no Tim Tebow slander. On my watch, Tyler. On my watch, Tyler. On my watch. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, you know, the Denver Broncos, they're definitely an intriguing team. And keep an eye out for Von Miller. He might go back to Denver. You know, I spoke to some – I did speak to some sources, and they said despite his content on social media, he is going to explore all his options. But – he has flirted. We all saw it. He has flirted with the idea of going back to uh, the Denver Broncos. That That is one of the teams on you know his radar if, right now. What if Von Miller knew the trade was about to go down, Tyler? He tweeted 5280, which is the he elevation did. above sea level for Denver. He tweeted that on Monday and the trade came on Tuesday. What if, if Von Miller knew the whole time, Tyler? Don't, don't, don't close the door on the L.A. Rams, though. You yeah, know, the you can The theme of their victory parade was running back. And yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive Aaron Donald is going to be back, even though everybody's saying he's contemplating retirement. I would not be surprised if Von Miller resigns with the L.A. Rams as well as Odell Beckham to run it back. The Von Miller thing is situ- situation is very interesting, too, because, look, he went to the Rams and they treated him pretty well. Won a ring there with those guys. He's probably in a win-win situation with both these teams here, although one, one team can win the Super Bowl here. Um, Tyler, let's get back into the AFC. I, I want to keep it in the AFC here before we talk about the Rams and the NFC and get into Aaron Rodgers for a second because uh, I look at the AFC and we talked about this the last you know couple of weeks, especially during the Super Bowl. You know, Joe Burrow and the Bengals fans and our good friends, Bengal Jim and Tony the Tiger, pretty confident that the Bengals go back to the Super Bowl. But I don't know if uh, any AFC team is pretty confident to go back to the Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes didn't do it this year, and he's been the two straight. Um, you know, Josh Allen is knocking at the doorstep. Uh, Lamar Jackson still got an MVP under his belt. Um, is, is very much on the outside looking in here. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson is joining joining this this uh, this conference now. Your boy Justin Herbert, you think he's going to be the Super Bowl favorite this year? I guess. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. That is too. that is such a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. The Chiefs again. If you really like Justin Herbert, just say it with your chest, man. And go I, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't uh, casually throw in the Dolphins. Uh, for we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about Super Bowl, Tyler. Come on, we we talk about Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, okay. Even I know, even I know what to talk about and what it's appropriate. <laughs> uh, but this QB race in the AFC, Tyler Russell Wilson joins a very very thick mix in the QB conversation in the AFC. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on it overall, man? Man, you know, you spoke on the Bengals, and I said it before. They, you know, missed a window of opportunity. They snuck up on teams last year. They're not going to be able to sneak on any up on anybody this year, this coming season, because they have a target on their chest. Everybody knows that they are a, a, a legit team, a good team, as Joe Burrow says. So, and in their division, 
I'm not going to say it because you always say I talk about the division. Lamar Jackson and those Ravens are going to be healthy again. <laughs> and then you look at the entire landscape. The AFC is just loaded yep. with quarterbacks. And Aaron Rodgers is sitting in the NFC like, man, who, who, who are the Hall of Fame quarterbacks and the Pro Bowl quarterbacks I had to face? Oh, yeah, I that's mean, me. Kyler Murray. Matthew Stafford, are those the best quarterbacks? There's, there's one more. <laughs> I mean, there's I mean one yeah, more. There, there are a couple more, obviously. But when you look at what Aaron Rodgers faces as compared to what the quarterbacks have to face in AFC, man, it's a gauntlet. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, <laughs> and all the other quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, man. It's going to be a dog's race in the AFC, and I cannot wait because that is going to be a really, really good fight to make it to the not only the playoffs but the Super Bowl. But you know who I'm picking. I already can say on March, in March who I'm going to pick next year and March, to be in the Super Bowl. I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. I was, I was wondering who you might pick, Tyler, actually. Hey. I, I, I didn't say it yet. Producer Emily has already cued <laughs> my sound, but I haven't revealed my pick yet. What a quarter quarterback, like top heavy league, right? Like even like look like Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. That's probably the the, the next best situation for in terms of like potential and rise. Um, you know, poor poor Tua, poor Mac Jones, poor Zach Wilson. Looking up to Josh Allen. Um, what about Baker Mayfield? Isn't Baker that Mayfield and, and, and no, it's not my boy. Sorry. Uh, me, me and Odell go back, way back. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Mason Rudolph, or whoever the Steelers get, should be Deshaun Watson if he's everything's copacetic there. But Baker and Mason Rudolph looking up to Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson in the AFC North, Tyler's favorite division. You um, said it. I Keep said in mind, it. you said it first. Yeah, I said it. Uh, okay. We, we all know Ryan Tannehill's not doing much for the Titans no. besides winning regular season games. Uh, who knows what's going to happen on Carson Wentz. Uh David Mills holding it down for the Texans and Trevor Lawrence in that division. And then the best division of football, Mahomes, Carr, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. And the NFC, uh, Tyler, there's a lot of young guns. We got some guys like, you know, Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields and Come on, man. <clears throat> yeah, they're not coming up to they're not coming up to the four best QBs in the NFC and they're Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray. Matthew Dak, Stafford, Dak Prescott, you got Dak Prescott there. and Dak Prescott, yeah. Um, but we all know how you feel about the Cowboys too, Tyler. They will be their accident so waiting to happen. Oh wow! Already, already, that was quick. A- a- accident waiting to happen. There, <clears throat> and, and then come on, Amari Cooper. We, I mean, we haven't touched on this. Yeah, we they're have going. Been. They're going to either trade Amari Cooper or release him. The Cowboys don't get better by getting rid of Amari Cooper. They do not get better. I completely agree, and Dak Prescott is one notch down even more now. Um, you know, I, I I mentioned all these quarterbacks, and we mentioned all of them, Tyler, because I wanted to get into the gist of the column I wrote for US, USA Today Sports Plus. Aaron Rodgers has $50 million now annually, about to sign a $200 million contract, although he says he might not. You know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't tell the truth or doesn't know the truth. Every week we see him on Pat McAfee's show, but... Uh, Aaron Rodgers can no longer be just one Super Bowl champ, man. He can only be, you know, it's been 11 years since he's been to the Super Bowl. Uh, the last three seasons, the Packers have been 13-3 and three and lost, 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 lost badly. Um, you know, it's one thing to lose to Brady and the Buccaneers at home. Um, you know, Brady's the GOAT. The Bucs were just destined to win that title. But to lose to the 49ers the other two years, 
2019 when they, you know, made the Super Bowl and then 2020, uh, 2021 last season, you know, where they met the Rams in the NFC title game. It's just completely inexcusable for the Packers, man. And, and I wanted to say, want to say with my chest, I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers, but man, 50 mil, 200 mil, that's a lot to pay a regular season QB. It's time to see a Aaron Rodgers. season QB? That's so is, disrespectful. Is he a playoff QB? That's so disrespectful. Is I he mean, a playoff QB, Tyler? That you, can, you can say that if he had never won a Super Bowl. He does have one ring. It's been 11 years. We've it been in had, college. Had, it, it, We've it, it, been it, in college. We were actually in college when Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl. Actually, hey, I, know. I, I, I might have been in elementary school. I don't know about you. I might have been in elementary school. You see school. how far ago, how long ago 11 years was? <laughs> been a long time. I, and, and to your point, I did read a stat that Aaron Rodgers had a, has an NFL record, 16 straight starts with playoff starts without a Super Bowl. That's that, a lot. I mean, That's he doesn't want to be part of that, you know, NFL record. Mm. That is a dubious stat right there in Aaron Rodgers' part. But – He's a regular you know, season QB. I, you, I can't go that far. He does have a Super Bowl win. He's a you wild card ground QB. On, you got to put some respect on his name. He does have a Super Bowl win. He does have some playoff wins since he's a that divisional, last Super he's Bowl. He's a divisional round QB. Come on, man. Come on, man. We're talking about a four-time MVP? That's disrespectful. That's a regular season QB, Tyler. One of the best it's ever been. He 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 definitely does. I uh-huh. mean. He's a division round QB, man. I, I will say the pressure is on Aaron Rodgers now. The way the Packers have, you know, acquiesced to all his demands and, uh, you know, given him, you know, had mapped out these concessions Aaron Rodgers wanted. They, they've really given him all he wanted. And he was a package deal, obviously, with Devontae Adams. He has to win a Super Bowl in this contract because, I mean, you Everybody puts Aaron Rodgers as what the second, third most talented QB ever, maybe even first, and yeah. only one Super Bowl ring. He has to win another one, and it's it's bigger than him though. The Packers. I mean, you look at their entire roster; they have a lot of free agents. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at the defense in Campbell, who was an All Pro, the linebacker. What are they going to do with him? They got to resign him. That's going to be big. Lazard. I mean, he. The Packers do need a number two receiver. He probably wasn't yeah. the best number two receiver. You got to get somebody to pair with Devontae Adams. Odell Beckham Jr. is out there, free agent. He could be, you know, for the taking. Mm-hmm. Rasul Douglas, he came on strong when they signed him. <laughs> Had, you know, multiple interceptions. So they have to work on that defense and give Aaron Rodgers a legit, reliable number two threat on the outside. And then... He really has all he wants and no excuses if the Packers are able to get that in there this offseason. I love how I said he's a regular season QB, and you're like, he's won four league MVPs. You made my point for me, Tyler. Thank you so he much. He has playoff wins, too. <laughs> he 16, has some playoff wins. He said 16 stars without a Super Bowl. He, yes. um, he's got – and the, the problem is he's had a lot of playoff losses, Tyler. I mean, look, uh, you don't go 13-3 and three the last three seasons and not be ready to win a Super Bowl. Um unless you're not ready for it. And the last three years, the Packers have fallen short. No matter how they've done it, they have fallen short. And that's, uh, you know, not acceptable for Aaron Rodgers and for the, uh, you know, for the acclaim that we gave him. Even Peyton, even Peyton Manning kind of went through this at the end of his career um, before he was with the Broncos, getting, all right, he's just a regular season QB, or maybe nobody's saying it with the chest like I was, but 
He needed another Super Bowl. These guys need at least two Super Bowls to how, really how, make something happen. Who 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 makes that rule? How do you how can you be a regular season QB and you have a Super Bowl ring? I mean, it would be different if he had never if he had never it's still won. Nobody can take that Super Bowl win away from Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, we, but, we yeah, have yeah, but seen like, success. You, but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers is not Joe Flacco, and he's not Matthew Stafford, and he's not Russell Wilson. Guys with one. Uh, but also, you know, maybe he's not Brady, and maybe he's not Peyton Manning, and maybe he's not Eli, Eli Manning, and maybe he's not Steve Young, and maybe he's not a bunch of other guys that that he's up there with, and he's named up uh, up there with. He needs to win another one, Tyler. He needs to win another one. It is. It's very difficult to win a Super Bowl, Sophie. And football, as you know, is more than a one-man game. It, yes, Aaron Rodgers has a huge... Effect. No. Tom Brady, Tom Brady the had soul. the best coach of all time. <laughs> Bruce Arians. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Tom Brady won four Super Bowls after 37. Did you know that? And Aaron Rodgers is 38 right now. And he had the he's best coach of all time. He mm-hmm. had one of the best defenses of all time and very good surrounding parts around him. And nobody gives credit to New England's offensive line during Tom Brady's era. That was yeah. one of the best offensive lines yeah. in football, too. Mm-hmm. Wes Welker and all the slot receivers Tom Brady's had over the years. Edelman. Danny Amendola. They're pro- yeah, they're probably some of the best slot receivers we have ever seen in NFL history. Nobody gives a lot of credit to Tom Brady's surrounding part. It was not just Tom Brady. Yes, he's the best quarterback of all time, but he had a whole lot of help too. And everybody needs help to win a Super Bowl. It's not just a one-man sport. Sorry. Yeah, Tyler, look, I, I think maybe we dif- disagree, agree to disagree on this one here, but I think you said it as well. Aaron Rodgers got to win number two, and the opportunities have been there for him. Uh, the Packers have just not capitalized. And with the house stack the AFC is at quarterback – um, you know, it's just Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray. I don't know if Dak Prescott's going to go far this year. And some other teams in the NFC that might have to have all of everything kind of work their way to make some success in the playoffs. I think Aaron Rodgers could really, I won't want to say waltz, but I definitely think he has a very easier road uh, to the Super Bowl this time around with how stacked the AFC is. And, and Tom Brady's no longer in the league for now. <laughs> I like how you said it for now. I like how you said it for now. We got some breaking news headed into our uh, podcast here, Tyler. Carson Wentz has been traded from the Indianapolis Colts to the Washington Commanders. Uh, maybe not as big of a blockbuster as Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Poor Carson Wentz. But he's got a new home. He's back in the NFC East. Um, we all know he... Uh, you know, started his career with the Eagles, helped them reach a Super Bowl. They didn't play in the Super Bowl, but has a Super Bowl ring thanks to Nick Foles. And uh, things did not go well in his lone season with the Colts, Tyler, as we know. And now he's going to end up in Washington. What are, what are some of your quick reactions on, on this trade, Tyler? Now, my initial reaction, I wrote a column on USA Today Sports Plus that I thought the Washington Commanders should go after Jimmy Garoppolo with the San Francisco 49ers. He obviously, you know, has done a really good job with the 49ers, played in the Super Bowl. When I saw this Carson Wins news, to me, Carson Wins isn't a whole lot better than Taylor Heineke. Now, in my opinion, he is a slight upgrade, but he's not a significant upgrade. And the commanders, they probably are still 
in the quarterback market, even with Carson Wentz. Maybe they're going to wait another year and Carson Wentz is a bridge quarterback for their next quarterback, maybe in the 2023 draft. But when I look at Carson Wentz, I mean, he's obviously he's not the same football player as he was in Philadelphia. He had an okay season with the Colts, but the Colts were ready to move on <laughs> from him too, and he kind of flamed out near the end. So this is kind of a, a head-scratching trade to me for the Commanders. Now, the good thing is for them, he does have experience in the NFC East. In fact, he has thrown 17 touchdown passes versus Washington, which is the most he's had against any NFL team. So he does have some experience and some success against NFC East teams, but I don't know if this pushes Washington over the top in the division. They're definitely not better than the Dallas Cowboys. And then you have, you know, the jury still out in the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, but... This doesn't move the needle much for me, Sophie. Yeah, not at, all, not at all for me either. This is, I wrote this on Twitter, and uh, maybe I'll be ashamed for it later, but this is like Washington was staring at Russell Wilson at the club all night long, Tyler, only for the lights to be on, and then Carson Wentz is there for the taking, right? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't move the needle. Um, you know, obviously things didn't go well with him in Indy last season. Uh, he got COVID, I think, before the final week of the regular season, um, you know, and, and lost an or the second to last week, they the Colts lost an opportunity to make the whole playoffs altogether because of Carson Wentz, um, who didn't get vaccinated, who had COVID at the worst time of the season, who in the final game of the season had a you know lay an egg, and uh, you know the Colts it was really really disappointing because Jonathan Taylor was an MVP candidate for that team. Um, all Carson Wentz had to do was throw a couple footballs and just hand it off to Jonathan Taylor. Really, it seems. Um, for Washington, though, I think I see the positives in it. I mean, look, Carson Wentz is owed $28.3 million this year. That's not a positive, but the positive fact is that even though Wentz has three years left on his deal and it's all going to Washington, only the next season is guaranteed and, and a full salary is owed. So Washington, this is a one-year flyer to see if Carson Wentz could work for them or not. Um, you know, Washington could still draft a quarterback, but, man, if you're going out of your way to trade draft picks for Carson Wentz, I mean, even the Colts, you could say this about them too last time. I mean, you got to be down real bad. Yeah, so now the Colts are, you know, need a quarterback. Do they go after Jimmy Garoppolo? Do they, you know, go after Mitch Trubinsky, who's another quarterback out there? Jameis Winston, <laughs> a lot of people forget about him. Does he go back to the Saints or is he going to uh, switch teams? He's a free agent. Jameis so, Winston with You know, the, the quarterback wow. carousel. It is definitely spinning right now, and it's going to be very intriguing to see where these quarterbacks lined up. But Carson wins. Good for him. He's getting another fresh start. It seems like he needs a fresh start, but yeah. he's had some success in that division. He knows the division well, and he's going to go up against the Philadelphia Eagles again. I'm excited for that match, <laughs> him going up against his former gotta, team. So he's got to face him twice. He's got to yeah. face him twice, Tyler, and he's got to go back and face the Colts next season. Mm -hmm. That won't be awkward at all. Yeah, it's going to be really awkward. But like <laughs> you said, it, it is. It is. So you we go from Aaron Rodgers to Russell Wilson to Carson Wentz. How about uh, the odds? The odds for Washington Super Bowl um, dropped after getting Carson Wentz. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were yeah. sixty to one. They were closer without him. 
and seventy-five to one with them. Oh, the good oh, thing, the good thing for Washington is, you, we, you know, Carson Wentz did have some success in Indy, and mm-hmm. because they had a solid offensive line and a good running game. Now Washington, they do have a good offensive line. They dominate in the trenches. That's why Washington's been competitive over the last few seasons. They do need a running game. They got to upgrade those skill positions, though. Um, but you know, if you build around Carson Wentz, he can you know do enough to keep things afloat. Now he might lose you a game. It might make those crucial mistakes, but he has shown that he can do enough to keep things afloat, which he did with the Colts until he flamed out at the end. Yeah, look, I think Terry McLaurin's probably the best receiver Carson Wentz might have played with, right? Like, he's really good. Um, Antonio Gibson, uh, or Anthony Gibson, excuse me, they got two running backs there that are good, J.D. McKissick as well. Um, but the one thing that I don't get is that, look, the, the coach that brought him along in Philly was the Colts coach, Frank Wright. And so if Frank Wright can't get Carson Wentz right, who can Tyler right yeah <laughs> right right um I mean maybe it's we'll a change see. of scenery his best years were in the NFC East so you know and and who can go wrong with Washington DC it's a lovely city there's a lot it's a of great nation capital food's good you got the Smithsonian there all the museums mm-hmm. it's one of the best cities ever so you know one of my favorite cities I know one producer one Emily loves it too. Soffit is probably better than Miami, too. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Washington, D.C. is a great city. So maybe, you know, him mm-hmm. being in one of the best cities in the world, that will, you know, boost his morale, That's get his confidence world. up, and he might, you know, perform well. Maybe. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm trying to be optimistic. All right, Tyler, we saw some movement or actually some – Players staying home and staying with their teams with the franchise tag deadline passing this week. So real quick, we'll explain the franchise tag. Essentially, it is if I have a free agent on my team that I would love to keep and I don't really have to agree to a brand new four-year, $100 million deal to keep them, I just place a franchise tag on them. Uh, According to Tyler, you can get it more than once. You can get it more than twice like Chris Godwin did for the second time here. But uh, A players got the franchise tag this week. Um, The biggest name, obviously, is uh, Devontae Adams with the Green Bay Packers, followed by Chris Godwin, like I just mentioned. A couple other players here, a couple tight ends, Mike Kosicki from the Dolphins, uh, Dalton Schultz from the Dallas Cowboys, and David Njoku from the Cleveland Browns are all staying with their teams for around $10.9 million. Good price for a tight end. Uh, Offensive tackle Orlando Brown staying with the Chiefs at 16 mil. Uh, Jesse Bates, another big name, 12.9 mil, staying as a safety with the Kent, or with the Cincinnati Bengals. And we got one other offensive tackle, Cam Robinson, for the Jaguars, staying at around 16.7 mil. That has some draft implications on it as well. But, Tyler, Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin, these are two guys who obviously have been on the free agent market or were going to be free agents this year. Chris Godwin was going to be one last year. Uh Really great for their teams to, I guess, keep them at 20 mil and not commit anything more to the future, but also kind of tired of the franchise tag, man. I kind of feel for Chris Godwin, and I can't imagine Devontae Adams might not be as happy with not having a long-term deal, but still getting to play with Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's go to uh, Adams first, Tyler. Tell me what you think about how that all transpired yesterday. Well, I, 
I knew all along, you probably knew as well that, you know, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they're a package deal. If Aaron Rodgers was going somewhere else, Devontae Adams was going somewhere else too. I do think the Packers are going to try to negotiate a long-term deal with Devontae Adams to pair him and keep him with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay until Aaron Rodgers retires. That They're probably the best uh, quarterback-receiver combination in the National Football League. It was not a surprise uh, to me that they were able to franchise tag him. They constructed Aaron Rodgers' contract so they can have room to sign uh, Devontae Adams, and they did some other salary cap moves uh, prior to the franchise tag deadline, so they had enough move, mm-hmm. uh, enough room to uh, give him the franchise tag. But I would not be surprised if they get him to a long-term deal in the, force- in the near future, I will say that. Yeah, and I was say for Chris Godwin too in Tampa Bay, Tyler. I think that's a you know huge move for the Buccaneers. Obviously, uh, the Bucks don't know who's going to be QB. They're leaving the light on for Tom Brady, praying, hoping uh, their poor baby comes back home. But uh, for Chris Godwin, you know he's a homegrown receiver there, and with Mike Evans, you know they're arguably the best tandem in the NFL at the receiving position. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do with the quarterback spot. But this is the second year in the row Chris Godwin has gotten the franchise tag. Um, I kind of feel bad for him personally because, you know, he tore his ACL last year, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and this is a kind of like an olive branch, so to speak, where they can keep him and pay him a certain amount of money, which he's, you know, obviously worth. Um, but also for the long term, you know, I kind of feel bad for a player like Chris Godwin who tore his knee. And, you know, instead of him sitting on an 80 to $100 million contract, he's waiting for the Bucks to resign him. And the Bucks did that in good faith, which is, I guess, a positive in the end. Um, so I, I will say this. I, I agree with you on the Chris Godwin front and the Buccaneers and Chris Godwin and his representation simply just ran out of time. They were far away in contract talks, you know, this offseason. They got closer, uh, you know, sources told me prior to the deadline and, and the hours before that deadline, but they were unable to make a deal. However, both sides are still optimistic that a contract can be done this offseason they both are motivated to get him you know long term in tampa bay so yes feel bad for him but the window is not closed there's optimism on both sides that they can get a contract done a long-term contract done this offseason uh i think one major move that's really huge uh is jesse bates staying with the cincinnati Bengals. tyler um you know you know that team through and through I got to know them, and we all got to know them a lot during the Super Bowl <laughs> run here. But uh, Jesse Bates is arguably their best defender. Um, the heart and soul of that defense. Um, obviously, I'm pretty sure he would have loved to have a long term deal, mm-hmm. but you know, keeping him at 12.9 mil is a very, you know, a very good deal for the Bengals. Jesse Bates has already said publicly he does not want to be franchise tagged. He has told me as such. Sorry, so he's buddy. told the world. Sorry, baby. <laughs> so the the Bengals. I mean. You know, they have, I won't say he's disgruntled, but he wants to be there long term. He wants the Bengals to invest in his future. And he's been there during the dog days. And he saw the Bengals, you know, sign Trey Hendrickson to a long term contract and, you know, other defenders long term. DJ Reader, another one. He uh-huh. wants to be among those defenders that the Bengals invest in long term. And he's looking at that. So, the Bengals, they know Jesse Bates is kind of unhappy. I will say that. So it's going to I'm I'm gonna be intrigued if they, you know, get back to the negotiation table 
and sign him to a long-term deal because he definitely wants one. He said on NFL Network he wants one. He's told me he wants one. He's told everybody he wants one. So the Bengals, you better keep that man happy because he, like you said, Sophie, he's one of the best defenders on their team, arguably the best defender. And he's still young. Yeah. if not in his prime, yeah, he's approaching his prime. Mm-hmm. And safeties can play until, you know, their mid-30s, early 30s. So he has a lot of good years in front of him. I think uh, Orlando Brown signing again with the Kansas City Chiefs is obviously really important because we saw how Patrick Mahomes was mauled by Vita Vea and the Bucks <laughs> in that Super Bowl in 2020. Um, but I think one franchise tag that's really important, Tyler, is uh, Cam Robinson by the Jaguars. O-tackle. Um the Jaguars have the number one pick, Tyler. I don't know if you remember that or not. And uh, there's a lot of talk coming off the combine, you know, that Evan Neal, the left tackle from Alabama, could be the number one pick. Um, there's talk that by franchise tagging Cam Robinson that maybe they might go with uh, the kid Hutchinson from Michigan or even um, Thibodeau from Oregon, those two really good DNs um, because the Jaguars is pass rushing help as well. I think this is a really good chess move as well for the Jaguars to not let anybody know what they want to do with the number one pick, because I believe there's not really a clear cut number one pick this year. I think a lot of guys can really um, kind of fight for that crown. What do you think about my thoughts on that, Tyler? You know, I, if I'm the Jaguars, I try to go uh, invest in my defense. And in my oh, opinion, your defense. The, yes, in my opinion, the best player in the draft is Kevon uh, Thibodeau from Oregon, the pass rusher. I yeah. would draft him number one overall. Um, I, I see why, you know, you might go offensive line. You want to protect your biggest investment in Trevor Lawrence. But in, in my opinion, if I'm the Jaguars, I draft um, one of those defensive ends. And I think Thibodeau is the best one among them. So that is my thoughts. Maybe they gave their hand. Maybe they have, uh, maybe you know, they didn't. You, you know, maybe franchising, you know, the tackle. But, hey, you can have two tackles. You can have, you know, Cam on one side and on the other side get another first-round uh, pick tackle. So we'll see. The Jaguars need a lot of help. They need a lot of help. <laughs> they need a lot of help. They need a receiver. They need a receiver. They need some cornerbacks. <laughs> they need they need a, another linebacker to go with Miles Jack. They need a lot of help. <laughs> we have about less than 50 days to the NFL draft, so we'll talk about how much help the Jaguars need. They um, might need I'm, me and you to play. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to light up, Tyler. I'm ready to light up. <laughs> Plus, we'll be at Jacksonville with no state income tax, so that'd be good for us, too. I thought one of the funniest things that um, Hutchinson said during the combine was, you know, I'm, I want to get to a team, and I want to win Super Bowls. And I was like, I quickly turned around. I'm like, ain't going to happen to Jacksonville or Detroit or Houston. And it's definitely not going to happen in any of those New York You better teams. hope he slides in the draft. I hope so, too, for his sake, if he want to win <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, there was some NFL news, some major NFL news that just got completely swept under the rug after it hit the news cycle this week. Um, but after, you know, before Aaron Rodgers signed his big money deal, before Russell Wilson got traded, uh, Calvin Ridley, the Atlanta Falcons star receiver, uh, had much of the news cycle around him uh, suspended for a complete year by the NFL for betting on games during a five-day window in November while in Florida. Shout out to Florida. There's always a Florida connection, Tyler. 
Shout out to the Hard Rock Sports Book app that was like av- like available to everybody here in Florida, so we could legally bet on sports for like two weeks. I think I don't know how much longer it lasted, but Calvin really was in that window, made some bets, made some parlay bets, bet on the Falcons. So it was not disrespectful to his teammates, but also I don't know what he's thinking betting on the Falcons. Uh, but Tyler, more importantly than this, I, I think you know Calvin really committed the the cardinal sin that no. A professional athlete or a person that's on a, a, a sports team uh, should be committing, and, and that's you know gambling. And um, I'm interested to get your thoughts on this because there's really two schools of thoughts here. There are the people who are championing him, be like, yeah, yeah, cool, Calvin Ridley, he's one of us. Um, and there's the other school of thought of like, all right, you shouldn't be gambling at all because you're in sports. And there's the other school of thought of, well, the NFL got into bed with all these companies, DraftKings, FanDuel, welcoming gambling into their to their mix now. And uh, there's some blurred lines here that are being crossed, but the NFL wants to make sure this one is never, ever crossed. Yeah, there are. There's definitely some blurred lines being crossed. And, you know, it's it's a touchy subject because I get it. You As an athlete, you cannot gamble on sports, especially your own sport. It's a cardinal sin, as you Mm -hmm. said, and it's not something you should do. But then it it is a touchy subject because uh, what's bigger than football is Calvin Ridley stepped away from the game for mental health reasons. And so I want to keep that in mind, too, as a backdrop, because, you know, a lot of people are getting on him and a lot of people have jokes on him and, you know, you know, saying all these negative things. But keep in mind that, you know, he has some underlining, you know, things going on. That could have affected why he wanted to gamble, why he wanted to have fun and why he wanted to get out and just be a normal fan or, you know, a person who likes to gamble. So you have to put all that into the equation. Now, with all that being said, he he did the crime, so quote unquote. So he needs to do the time. So I do agree that a, a you know, whole a, year, a whole, a year, whole for year five days of betting. Yeah, I mean. You can't do it. It's a bad look in the sport. And, you know, it, 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 you know, the NFL is all about, you know, the, the game and you want the fairness of the sport, you know, sportsmanship. You, you can't gamble. <laughs> You're a professional athlete. But yeah. on the flip side, the NFL looks disingenuous because you're having all these gambling companies sponsor the sport. You're and having sports. In. Yeah, you're having sports books and stadiums now. Mm-hmm. You have a team in Vegas. You have an MGM <laughs> a whole, you know, little MGM place kiosk. at Allegiance. Yeah, kiosk yeah. at MGM Stadium. I mean, uh, at a uh, you know Allegiance Stadium. So in LA, yeah. NFL. Come on, man. It's on. it's a very come on man kind of thing. Right? <laughs> it's like a convoluted yeah. like man. So the NFL and his investigation found out there was no real corroborating. Uh, with teammates or other people um, when really made his bets. But also, the, you know, there's there's no real, you know, there's a, there's a lack of good faith in, in Calvin Ridley betting. You know, like even if he bet on his own team or a parlay with some with another team that he's that he has a good, you know, friend on. You know, let's say that he hit up a wide receiver on the Jaguars. Like, yo, you playing today? You're hurt? Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure, you, are, are you a part of the game plan? Um, you're going to be exclusive in this game plan? You're thinking two touchdowns today? All right, cool. Uh, you know, and then Calvin really pacing his bet at the window. Like, all right, well, I'm going to take the Jaguars plus four on the road. 
Uh, I'm going to um, pick this player for two touchdowns over, pick this player for 80 yards over, and then cashing in on a, you know, on a fat check. Um, you know, that's not all great. You know, that's, uh, that's exactly what the NFL wants to avoid. There's a certain it's, – it's so dirty, right? Gambling used to be so, so dirty and so frowned upon. And now the NFL wants to give it a, a great light and, and be like, okay, well, there's some purity here into this. Like, don't worry. You can place your bets. Nobody behind the scenes is worried about the points or nobody behind the scenes is counting how many touchdowns they need so you can hit the over or how many yards that they need so you can hit the under. Um, you know, there's there's a certain purity that the NFL wants to preserve here when people make their bets. So they have some confidence that, you know, they're going to be uh, a safe bet or, or they're going to actually have an opportunity to win some money without the game being affected by those involved. And it's a messy situation, Tyler. It's it's really messy when we get into this. It's hard enough to bet money and lose money. It's fun when you do win and sometimes. But, uh, you know, there's it's, it's difficult when you're not really exactly sure if the people involved you know, don't have one hand in it either. Yeah, it, it's a tough situation. Um, I, I do want to give Calvin really props because he owned up to his mistake. Shout now, out to I, Calvin really tweeting it out, man. I'm now, so now, thankful for that. Now, he should have put his phone down after <laughs> because nah, then he made <laughs> no, <laughs> he should have got off Twitter. I loved no, all of it. it. It was too many tweets off it. It was it was just too many tweets. I mean he already he suspended for the year. What what else could what else yeah, could happen? The, the, the LOL tweet. Come on, man. Just put so, the phone down, get off Twitter. We gotta and, look up Calvin Ridley's tweets because my favorite <laughs> one was I bet fifteen hundred for a while. I bet fifteen hundred. I'm not a a, a, a gambling uh, addict, and he's like, go, go dark, there. go dark. I bet fifteen hundred total. I don't have a gambling problem. There was uh, no period in uh, that tweet, uh. so I think he meant I bet fifteen hundred total. Period. I don't have a gambling problem. Period. It's a big difference when there's no punctuation because it looks like I bet fifteen hundred total. I don't have a gambling problem. That just like. <laughs> Made me think of like Michael Jordan with the sunglasses on and the last dance, you know, that, that speak, interview. Speak, speaking of bets, I feel like we bet on the NFL picks this year and what? somebody lost. What Maybe you producer about? Emily can, you know, I don't know, uh, I don't know what, uh, what, what you, you know, tell us about, about that, but I think um, we bet on NFL picks think. this year and somebody lost. Around. I won't mention any names. Um, I think I know, but I won't mention I, any names. But producer no Emily was the official scorekeeper and somebody lost. She, there was score. Do you know? For someone score? not uh, mentioning names, you're dropping mine a lot. Whoa. Oh, whoa. whoa. I mean, I, I know you're the scorekeeper. I you're will, the referee. I will confirm. Uh, confirm Tyler, what? Tyler no, wait, wait. Hold on. Go ahead, Emily. Correct. What? In the regular and the postseason picks for this podcast. Against who? They, you you lost in the regular season and postseason? Damn. You got sweat? Wow. Where my, you where, see, where my broom at? Where my broom at? Why can't Aaron Rodgers play like you, Tyler? Why can't Aaron Rodgers be like betting you? against Aaron Rodgers? It's so easy what, to bet what against him. What do I get for winning? I get dinner. Is this we we now decided this a couple weeks after the season? I'm on to next season, Tyler. I'm on to I'll next, beat season. next season too. I'll be you give me, next season. Give me too. the Jag, give me the Jaguars in the Hall of Fame game right now. Give them give them to me right now. I'm on next season already. Last season was so you know a couple months ago, Tyler. I don't know what, right, what, well, when, when what bets you, you're talking I want, about. I want I want my winnings. You got it, Tyler. You got it. I'll, I'll, be a, I'll be a man of my word. I'll be a man of our bet. I would be cashing in this bet if I won it. And so, 
I'll be a man of, of integrity, of honor. Or you can give me tickets to that concert you're going you, to. You talk about a big bet right here. You talk about a big <laughs> cash out bet right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this was another edition of It's a Football Podcast, one where Tyler once again mentioned the AFC North. I'm keeping score of that, just like he's keeping score of uh, my loss into our picks competition for the year. But uh, Tyler, another great week, man. Another quiet week in the off season. Another quiet week. Hopefully, we have a couple more quiet weeks, which is going to be the complete opposite of what's going to happen with free agency coming up. Uh, we got some league meetings at the end of the month. The NFL draft is in less than fifty days. What off season? What off season? Uh, this has been it's a football podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you haven't already, download USA Today Sports Plus app in your Apple Store and in your Google Play. We want you to fan harder with USA Today Sports Plus. Thanks for listening, guys. It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app, where the biggest fans fan harder. Sorry.